what caused basically one of the biggest controversies in tricking at the yeah. end of last year. <laughs> Which was first of all, that's copyright infringement. (laughs) What's up, guys? Today's guest is the owner of Adrenaline Worldwide. Please welcome to the Jamcast, Mr. McGuire Kane. Yo, what's up, McGuire? Hey, Travis, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Yo, man, thanks for coming down. Um, Yeah. McGuire, for those of you that don't know, doesn't actually live uh, in Southern California, so we made a special trip down here to uh, make a visit to some family and friends and also a knockout of Jamcast, so thanks, man. Of course, man. Of course. I'm happy to be here. Totally. Now, uh, I know he's playing it super cool in his adrenaline jacket right now, which I need to get one myself. uh, done deal. uh, But uh, what, what are you hiding underneath that jacket? I'm just repping. Oh! I'm just repping. You know I'm just repping. Let's go. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. Well, I have to give him props for that. But uh, you know, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a true friend if I didn't bust his balls. Also, so uh, what are you hiding under your right arm? (laughs) Oh, the shame! The shame comes out. The shame comes out. So, um, for those of you know, I'm pretty injury prone nowadays. Shocking or not, but um. Not from tricking, believe it or not. I was playing basketball at 24 with my brother. We're okay. playing some pickup game. And then some guy just fell on me when I dove for the ball. No way. guess he thought it was the NBA Finals. I don't know. So, <laughs> so are you like in a full wrist brace right now? Or? Uh, yeah, I took it off right now. So <laughs> didn't that's, want everyone to think I'm injured. That's but. so awesome. But yeah, so, so if you guys are out there, you're like, damn, McGuire must be a model. He sits like a statue. Uh, no, it's just because his yeah. wrist is hurt right now. Yeah, I got that pull tendon. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I mean, just so you know, if uh, if it becomes something that's a long-standing injury, uh, hit up Kyle Cordova. We had him on a previous episode talk about yeah, his wrist brace. Yeah, he's been the wrist brace for a <laughs> so, long so time. At least that's not your touchdown raise arm, right? So no, can you hand. Can you imagine that? He used to touchdown raise and scoot on his fist the whole time. It's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, it's super crazy, man. So, that's um, crazy. Yeah, man. I'm glad to hear it's not a serious injury. Yeah, but, uh, hopefully it's just a few weeks. Did they say but, it's a sprain or anything? Um, pull tendon from my middle finger going up to my forearm, that tendon right there. Okay. And they want me to check to see if I tore it, but I don't think I did. Okay. Meaning I hope I didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't usually go my way, but we'll totally. see. We'll see. I mean, you and I have had our fair share of injuries. Yeah, um, I know you just had like a major one that you recovered from last year mm-hmm. um, that had to deal with your hip. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you deal with last year? Yeah. So actually, I was literally just coming off my um, ACL tear. And, you know, I injured myself at Compete Nationals. The mats weren't properly put together. <laughs> Classic karate tournament. Classic right? karate tournament. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I slipped. And then I was only tricking for like three months. My knee, like right now, my knee feels 100%. Okay. Like don't even feel a difference. And then, you know, I was just tricking one day. I did rap full hyper and I felt a pop. And I was like, man, this is not right. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't walk well. And then I kind of put it off because my doctor said I partially torn it, but oh, it'll be itself in a few like months. Like, just give it some time. The good old give it some time. Give and it rest. some time. And, you know, I was waiting, I was waiting. And then we had the adrenaline in the summer. And then I went to China and I felt great there because it's super humid. Uh, you were warm. I was warm, mm-hmm. feeling good. Came home. I did B twist snapu, which like I was super close to, super mad I didn't land it. But, uh, <laughs> You know, I did it and I felt my hip just shred and, you know, I had a hip impingement, so I had a labrum surgery on my left wow. side. Okay. So it was a long recovery. I'm still kind of recovering from it. Like it's not that hundred percent feeling like the ACL, but they told me it's like two years until like, I feel like nothing's two new. Two years? How, how long ago did it happen since your surgery? 
Uh, I had surgery January 8th. So of this been, year. Or last of year. last year. Holy so it's been crap. a full year now, like two months now. So. Yeah. No, I mean, so uh, for those of you out there that are listening that don't know, shoulders and hips are some of the hardest injuries to recover from yeah. because they're not built like the knee. So like the knee goes this direction, right? Yeah. But like the ball the and socket joints, everywhere. they go 360 degrees. So um, similar to McGuire, I tore my labrum two years ago. I remember we were talking and, about uh, this. Funny enough, yeah. I tore mine like January 3rd of, of two years ago and okay, I had surgery. Word, word, word. Um, and the labrum, for those of you out there listening, the labrum acts as, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's uh, basically the cartilage that acts as a protective mm-hmm. layer between the bones so yeah. that things don't rub on each other. And so the labrum in your shoulder protects the bones on bones and in the hip as well. It yeah, exactly. It. It's like the meniscus for yes. your hip and everything. And mine, when they showed me a picture, is all shredded up yeah. in there. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. let's fix this thing. So. And, and that's what's scary, though, especially with the hip. The hip is not only one of the biggest like bones and joints in your body, but it's also at like the center of your body. Yeah. You know, so it has like a huge effect on it. Like if you didn't get that fixed, you'd have been, you wouldn't be able to walk. No, yeah. it, it got to the point. I was actually at hooked the year um, in December because crazy or not, the surgery took like three months to even get because wow. it's like a very, it was like a new surgery I was doing for it. So it was more advanced. They only did it like once every three weeks. Damn, it was super crazy is, like that. That sounds like some rich white people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say no though. He just laughed. <laughs> So maybe it is, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, but uh, God. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you know, I weighed in. I was at Amsterdam, and you know, me and my brother were there. First time in okay. Amsterdam, great city. Totally, one of my favorites. One of my favorites too, yeah. for sure. And you know, I I couldn't walk. I had to go back to the hotel room. I was like, Yo, Jimmy, I gotta go back and chill. Like I couldn't. Like after walking a little bit, mm-hmm. you just start feeling that grinding oh, yeah. just on your hip and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I um, my shoulder took forever. I also had a full meniscectomy, so I had my meniscus <sighs> taken out. I have no meniscus in my swing through leg, so that's why, oh like, my god. not only am I old, that's why I don't do swing throughs, but I also have no meniscus in my knee. Yeah, so, so it's a lot it hurts. To yeah, land it just, on it and everything. As soon as I just step, I just feel bone on bone. It's insane. Um, so kids. Take our advice, protect yourself, do your rehab. And most importantly, if you have an injury, go see, go see doctors. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with going out and seeking professional medical help. You'll drive yourself insane if you're on WebMD or on Google. You'll literally drive yourself insane yeah. trying to figure out what's wrong with yourself. So Yeah, I think the best thing I could say too is just physical therapy, physical yes. therapy, physical therapy. The amount of trickers I've seen that re-tear their ACL, re-tear their knee, mm-hmm. and Obviously, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it's going to happen. Like, you can't always get lucky. But I guess, like, my main thing is I really waited that even with my ACL the full year before I even started playing with tricks. Totally. Just PT, PT, PT. And I'm happy with it. Yeah. It's better to do that than, you know, six months, oh, you got to do it again. And then again, you know, you just have a reoccurring problem. A hundred percent, man. Just a cliff note version for everyone out there to just add to his point. My first knee, I tore it. I didn't go to the doctor for eight months like an idiot. Irreparable. They had to remove remove my meniscus. Yeah. I also didn't rehab right. As soon as I had the surgery, I was flipping two weeks after. Wow. My leg to this day, my hamstring is shrunk to the point that I can't bend it past this. That's all I can do. This one bends. This one doesn't bend because my muscle, muscle shrunk. Oh, yeah. I tore this knee two years later, went to the doctor right away, had the surgery, did the full rehab in six weeks. 100% fine. 100%, fine, 100% yeah. fine. So just, you know, follow your doctor's go advice. Go to PT. <laughs> go to PT. Go to therapy. Go doctor, yeah. And do the therapy on your own, man. Yeah. So, exactly. So, man, well, 
obviously injuries are a huge part of our lives and you mm-hmm. kind of touched on it that you heard it uh, tricking. So yeah. for those of you out there, uh, McGuire is part of and one of the owners of Adrenaline Worldwide, which is one of the biggest fixtures in the martial arts tricking community at the current time. Um, but before that started, like what's your martial arts journey like? Like how did you get into it? I yeah. know you come from similar background, like our parents own martial arts schools, yeah, right? Similar so background. When did you start? Well, you know, my parents, like at the karate school, it's like you have to be five to start. Okay. I was like three, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm over there like the smallest kid in class. Um, I actually remember my dad would come home because I wasn't even in like kindergarten yet. So I was still like oh, in like yeah, the daycare yeah. kind of stuff. Totally. I remember my dad would come home with like bags. I'd be doing sidekicks and friend kicks and stuff, teaching me. Sick. Um, you know, I grew up more of in a mixed martial arts background. So we never really did the traditional forms or anything like that. Oh, A lot okay. of fighting actually. No it's way. Like, me and my brother wrestled for like six years he actually wrestled in the high school but a lot of fighting a lot of mixed martial arts self-defense and it was actually loop kicks camp was the first time we got introduced to tricking my brother and my mom og mama kane was a tricker (laughs) that's crazy but what what loop kicks do you remember what year it was they went to 2007 and i think my first was 2008 the The biggest battle the biggest battle where it was Matt Emig, yeah. Jeremy, and Anise. And shout out to Jeremy and Anise being my first two tricking coaches. Yeah, I did know that, actually. I remember yeah. um, Anise actually teaching me how to gainer. And I remember wow. it was crazy. I remember, like, the first one I did, I just ate it on the floor. Like, I totally ate it on my face. I was like, <laughs> and, you know, I'm young. I think I'm, like, 2008. So I'd be, like, 8, 9, or 10. Yeah, yeah, and I totally. remember, like, my mom and dad, I was, like, looked at them. I'm like, Mom, I fell. <laughs> and, then, and then Anise is like, again. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. Okay. okay yeah, let's yeah. do this. And totally. I remember I landed it, and I was like, and, you know, those guys were just huge inspiration still to this day. Yeah. Like with everything they do, but you know, I started doing that, and then I started to get more into the XMA style. Okay. Um, we started with some local tournaments, and then started going into NASCA. Okay. And I think I had a good approach with it because my parents they didn't just throw me into NASCA. I feel like some kids like, hey, go do NASCA. Yeah. And it's like you do like two or three years of like, you know, just making your way to that level yeah yeah. it was kind of like i did three to five tournaments for a year or two and i was kind of feeling myself out like where am i and then it was at diamonds one year i remember i was getting like seconds and tying for first i tied for first in one division okay my parents like yeah he's ready to go started doing nasca um i did nasca from three well two and a half years i tore my third year my knee okay but, you know, I did NASCA. I won my titles there. I went over overseas, did the WKA tournaments, won gold medals doing that. I was really into it. I made ISKA. That was probably one of my, like, yeah, top moments and everything. Yeah, yeah. I made it for forms. And, you know, that's kind of like my main background in the martial arts scene. And okay. then with tricking, I mean, you know, with XMA, obviously, you got to be good at tricking. Yeah, so. so I have a question. I mean, so yeah. I've always associated your uh, family with owning a martial arts studio mm-hmm. and running like XMA type camps. But you told me that you started as an MMA yeah. type. So how did the family move over? You said you obviously saw loop kicks, but then did you guys start to train with certain coaches to start integrating forms? Or how did you implement that into your system? Yeah, so essentially, like, we always had like forms, I guess you would say, but never okay. like real xma style competition yeah competition like something you wouldn't go out with and you know as we got older i'm i trained with caitlin shell she was like my main instructor for some time so shout out to caitlin okay Um, shout out to caitlin she trains at a jam now too yeah yeah so you know she um she was like my main instructor and same with jimmy and cool you know we we just got into it more and i actually started creating a lot of the program for xma itself with my parents so like 
I would make like a bow form and it's like an extreme bow form with like releases and everything. I started making forms and everything and we kind of got to that level where that's kind of where adrenaline kind of started was we had this kind of whole XMA program that we started running with the tricking, the yeah. forms and everything. And then it kind of just transitioned into like, we want to make it bigger in our school. Our students liked it a lot. Like, let's run a big camp with it. Yeah, yeah. So totally. that's kind of how it all started. But in terms of the program, a lot of it was actually like created by me and my brother. Like, okay, cool. Or my brother and I, sorry. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. And how old is your brother? How much older is he? He's 22 right now. So okay. he's a senior in college. He's at Chapman University. Okay. Got to graduate with a creative producer major. So nice, nice. Pretty big. Yeah, and that's been helpful. I know with the stuff that you guys going on that we'll delve yeah. into in a second. So 100%. that's really cool. All right. So how many years um, have you been tricking? per se or when did you start tricking you know i've been tricking since um 2009 so i've been around okay. the scene i've been watching tricking forever yeah totally um but in terms of like i would say i got really serious into tricking when i was about 15 okay you know my cool. body started to adjust and everything i started to get a little taller a little stronger and everything yeah yeah and i really started getting deep into tricking until actually like my acl i was like more into tricking than i was even with nasca like that last year i was kind of you know, I kind of made a pack with my parents. Like when I'm 18, yeah. I don't want to continue to do NASCAR. I kind of want to be done with it because I think it's a great thing, but I think everyone kind of like almost like passes through it. hundred percent. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the tough thing about the martial arts circuit in general is that you can win all the world titles in the world, yeah. but that doesn't do anything for your doesn't, career. Nothing, all, it, yeah. all it can guarantee is that you can write that down on your resume that you've won world titles. But, exactly. That's all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, my thing is like, I walk around, I don't say how many I won. I just say like, yeah. oh, I'm a multi-time because, you know, once you start saying, oh, I have like 50 world titles, people are like, how's that possible? Yeah, like, yeah. how's this possible? Like, how yeah, are you doing this? And everything like that. So, you know, I would actually, you know, me and my dad have talked about this a lot. I think my ACL was a blessing in the skies mm -hmm. because it kind of let me transition my focus into my career and everything, which, you know, as you know, I kind of work on my acting and everything, mm -hmm. but yeah, right yeah. now the main focus is on adrenaline. And I think that's when adrenaline really started to skyrocket was I was able to put more time in it. And then that allowed kind of everyone part of adrenaline to put more time into it. Because again, for those of you that don't know, it's not just uh, myself running it and everything. It's myself, it's Jimmy, it's my parents are a huge contribute to it. And as well as we have a whole team and everything part of it. So yeah, totally. You know, uh, I mean, it, it, it takes a village to do anything. You know, they say it takes a village you know to raise that. a child, but no, it takes a village to like run a business. It takes a village to make a movie, to make a show. Exactly. I know more than anything. Yeah. So yeah. no, it's really cool, man. That's, that's a really unique story. And to be fair, like I've known you all these years, but I didn't know that you guys started as an MMA background. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. My dad, that was his main background was fighting, Crazy. you know, okay. kickboxer and everything. Totally. So it grew up in the blood. So yeah. yeah. Know, and you've like, always had a very supportive family and something 100%. that, um, something that I think is, contributes to the success you have now. Yeah. And it's also something that, you know, we should all, um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people just don't always have that. So, like, you should be really proud of it. I remember we'd always have jam gatherings, and McGuire would always be driven down by his mom. And, and his mom would always take the time to, like, send me a message ahead of time and see, like, hey, is there an opportunity for McGuire to train with so-and-so? Or yeah. um, I distinctly remember when I ran Trickstar Season 1, we were there. Uh, you guys reached out to me, and uh, you asked if you could show up to the taping. 
Yeah, um, I remember that. And for those of you out there that uh, that don't know, Trickstar is a series from uh, how how old is Trickstar? Maybe four or five years ago. Paul, can you pull up Trickstar and just on on Flow Channel and just see when it came out? But long story short, Trickstar was a project I did like four or five years ago, um, back for a YouTube channel called Flow, along with my buddy named Sam Parham, who we've had on the podcast. And uh, oh, so it was 2014. So basically, what I wanted to do was uh, they gave us some money to create content, and what I decided to do was like let's just do a one-off battle tournament 16 guys whittled down to one yeah and uh at the time i was actually on fast and furious 7 which was crazy because i literally was planning this while we were making it and when we actually filmed episode one i flew home friday night when i wrapped set we shot saturday sunday got back on a plane flew home sunday was on set monday i remember this story i remember you telling us and it's crazy that like you know trick star and everything like we talk about it all the time. That was like almost like our like motivator. You know what I mean? Crazy, yeah. It's like crazy. when we saw yeah, Trickstar yeah. and everything, I was like, like I remember watching in the like audience, and I remember I was like, whoa, like because you had everyone there. I had the a time. lot of guys there at, yeah. if, at the time. That was one of the most I don't know densely packed I guess competitions. I, I think so. I think yeah. it was like it was like you got Michael, you got. Yeah, we had Ed, Guthrie, we had Bailey, yeah, 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 we had Bailey, Andy everybody, Lee yeah, Will Coney's, Matt yeah. Emig, everybody yeah. was yeah, there, yeah. and I just remember like, whoa, like this was the most crazy <laughs> thing. Crazy. All these guys I'm watching on YouTube, I'm totally. now like seeing in person. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whoa, I just yeah. remember that feeling and everything. But I remember your mom distinctly sent me a message, and like everyone wanted to to be there and watch and stuff, but she sent me like a really cordial message, just saying like, we understand it's secretive, we understand we can't release the results. McGuire just wants to be there. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to deny someone the opportunity to like be yeah. a part of this cool event that may never happen again, you know? Yeah, and exactly. uh, and it was cool, you know? Like if you watch any of the episodes, you can't see that there's an audience there. It's blacked out. But there were some people sitting on the side and McGuire was one of them. And this yeah, is back from the day. Five and the years White Lotus, ago. You know, we were at yeah. the White Lotus closing gathering. I remember that. And totally, you know, I'll tell you like, you know, with my parents and everything, I know you've touched on it and 100% every thing that I've, I guess, accomplished at my age and everything. Yeah. Just like you, a hundred percent goes back to how my parents like have helped me through everything. Like whenever it's something I need help with, um, they're the people I go to. You yeah. Know? They've totally. helped so much, like, especially like starting adrenaline at a younger age, they really helped us like with the business side of it. Oh yeah. And just making connections and everything. Cause I know it's crazy. Like now I'm the one sitting here and everything yeah, talking yeah. with you. You're the like, face of it now. Yeah. yeah. But like, like you were saying though, like I remember even like 2015 stuff, my parents were more talking with you mm-hmm. now more so. Totally. It's like I'm now taking you call that me. part over and everything. Yeah. So it's crazy, but a hundred percent they've helped me through everything. And they're, they're the ones that have really, I guess given me like, you know, all the life skills and life values of like being able to like run a business with them and everything. I think it's honestly like one of the coolest things to be able to say like, oh yeah, like we run this business and like, oh yeah, my whole family like works. They're all it. part of it, right? Yeah, yeah we're yeah, all yeah. like working totally. to, on this together and everything. So yeah. it's really cool. My mom used to have a license plate growing up that said uh, a family that kicks together sticks together. Yeah. And I was classic. like, oh, that's pretty corny, but that's cool. You know, it, no, it makes yeah. sense, especially in families like this. Um, but yeah, I remember, man, after Trickstar did its thing, it got a decent amount of, of leverage. But uh, I was at a point in my career where I was so busy, I kind of had to remove myself from tricking. I stopped having gatherings um if you guys have noticed we haven't had a jam gathering in about four or five years um and it's not for lack of love for the community it's just a time commitment thing i'm focusing on my career in the movie and entertainment industry so with that being said there was always something in the back of my head that was like i really hope somebody will just take on trying to do what i did with trickstar like i was praying this whole time that deep down inside someone would basically 
take it over in the sense that it would continue to run for the community because yeah. I knew that I had no time to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, da da da. <laughs> Welcome Adrenaline. So how how old is Adrenaline? When did it start? And uh, what can people like, you know, what yeah. does the average listener that's never been to the website need to know about it? Yeah, so, you know, Adrenaline, it started back in 2014 was the first time we ran the camp and everything. Okay. Pretty crazy because, um, again, we kind of decided like, yo, let's run this camp. We had Matt Emig there, Micah Corns, um, Mackenzie Emery was there. We had, who else? We had, a, we had a bunch of guys like Kite came in and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I remember you weren't able to make it that year, and I know you came every year after that. Yeah, after that, that exactly. But... Um, I just remember we ran it and we ran an event. Like we ran like a night show because we're like, oh, we have like all these people here. We should run totally. this like fun event with it. And they liked it because there's money for prize money. Yeah. And yeah. at the time, and even like, I think today there's more, but there weren't that many events that were giving prize money for battling. No, no one was giving prize money. Yeah, that's that's why you. everyone did Trickstar was because yeah. not only did I give prize money, but I paid everyone to battle. Exactly. I, I paid them like it was a job. I was like, if you're going to fly here and battle, you could get hurt. So I'm going to pay you. Exactly. So, yeah. And you know, that's a big thing. Um, from what you've done with Trickstar that we've even taken over with Adrenaline totally. is like win or lose matches, we're paying everybody. Awesome. awesome. Um, especially the top guys and everything. Cause like, I agree with you hundred percent. Like you may come here and get injured totally. and even like losing, as long as you're putting on a show, like you're still putting that time in for training and everything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it kind of transitioned from that camp into a gathering vibe in 2015. Cool. And we liked it, but I guess the main thing for like us as a whole, we, we decided, we don't want to run the gathering because there's so many. There's so many gatherings. There's a lot of gatherings, yeah. We wanted to be different. And like you said, we were kind of, we literally were thinking of Trickstar. We're like, man, like that's like what we want to do. Like we want to focus run, on yeah, battles like, and stuff. Like yeah. we like watching the events because we have, um, when we do did the night shows and everything back in the earlier days, we had a lot of people come in that weren't trickers. Yeah. Just oh, totally. Family members. Just people and, off the street. You know, yeah. my parents would go to a restaurant and talk to the waiter and then give them some tickets or something, yeah, yeah. you know. Come through on Friday. Yeah, night. exactly. Yeah. And the crazy thing is they love it. Okay. They're like, this is an insane sport. Totally. They, they get hooked on it. And, you know, we kind of said, okay, let's start transitioning. And it was in 2017. We had the whole 2018 to 2019 planned out of like, where do we want to see adrenaline go? And that yeah. year of 2017 was kind of like, okay, if we can hit this year, we'll be ready. We'll be ready to take on like you like kind of like Trickstar. We re ran um last year we did like five events kinda like that where it was like the battles, head to head battles. We yeah. ran like five events where we'd fly a bunch of people in. But Hell yeah. Twenty seventeen was that test year where we're like, if we kill this year and we really think like we're ready to go, we'll be ready. We'll start like turning that into a real business, I guess. Like not just like a one time banger or anything. Like yeah, really yeah. turn into a serious business. And that's kind of where our website comes in right now. Um, we're focusing right now on our website and also running events. And the big part about the website is it's a content platform. And a lot of people I know bring up, well, why not YouTube? I guess the big thing is, you know, you can't really make money off YouTube as a tricker yet. Not unless you're getting millions of views. Yeah. yeah. You, and you need to get millions of views, like, and you need to put out content yeah. all the time. Totally. I think really right now, the only person doing that is Kyle Skelly. And mm -hmm. he's not even really getting million views consistently. It's more that he's consistently putting out content. He has a good subscriber base and everything. Yeah. He's at like uh, almost 200,000 or more subscribers. Yeah. So his, his videos can get up into that range. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. And, you know, our idea was to make this platform really similar to how the UFC and every sports ran where it's like you can go on, you can watch all of these battles. And now the platform, there's tutorials, mm -hmm. there's highlight reels. 
there's kind of like a whole wide range of like videos that you can be watching on the site and everything. So, and what this platform does, it allows us to continue to run these events because it's all self-funded. Like Adrenaline's self-funded. We don't have some big company coming in, running what we're doing. And that's a big thing. Part of Adrenaline is we have had offers and we are able to maybe do that. But I guess looking at tricking as a whole and people that have maybe taken um, like a sponsorship or something, I feel almost their business gets taken away from them. Yeah, it happens a lot of times. It happens a lot of times. And those events aren't around anymore. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. Those events aren't around anymore. And I think, you know, you know, you running jam and everything and all of the gatherings, I think you like the feeling of like, you know, what's best for trickers. Like you're a tricker, you know, what's best for them. And you can kind of control that versus, okay, you want to do something, but you can't because they don't want you to, or they want to completely change the format of something. Yeah. If you're bound by a sponsor, pretty much you have to please your sponsor. Exactly. Exactly. So. So that was like a big part of it, but essentially, yeah, this platform lets us put all of the money that we collect in on monthly subscriptions, clothing and everything back into running these events, back into paying the athletes cool. and just everything. And real quick, what's the website so people can go visit and check it out? Yeah, it is adrenalineworldwide.com. Okay. So head to the website. You're going to see over 450 videos on the site currently between battles, tutorials, and samplers and a whole lot more from there. Awesome. Okay, cool. And what does a basic membership package start at? Yeah, so a basic membership is $9.99 at okay. the moment. For the month? For the month, okay, yeah. So cool. you get a whole month. There's videos going up weekly by our pro athletes, actually. Nice. So a lot of the pros, like, for example, Danny, he'll post a video on, like, and the nice part with Danny, he'll do something on chucks and he'll do something on tricking. Like, he mixes it around and everything. Mm-hmm. But I guess for those of you that don't know, adrenaline is not only just um, tricking. We do do yeah. the extreme martial arts. And a big part of that, one, I grew up doing extreme martial arts. I like it. I really like the weapons battles. I think they're hype. It's cool. And it's I think cool. um, between the 1v1 tricking, 2v2, the weapons, and the extreme breaking, it kind of is like almost like how X Games kind of started, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Opposed to just promoting one thing to people like tricking, trying to get just tricking everywhere. When you have like a wide variety for the like eye, like the public eye, you can kind of, they can get more drawn in because if, when you watch tricking, you don't know what the tricks are. It's kind of gets a little repetitive if you watch it for like three hours straight, right? Totally, you're just watching totally. tricking, you're like, okay, because you don't know the moves, you don't know what they're called, anything like that. But when you kind of mix it between that, the breaking, the 2v2, the weapon, it keeps them really excited and motivated. With okay. It. Yeah, yeah, so, no, yeah. totally. Just draw people in and just let them have access to the exactly. whole platform. And can you only pay monthly? Is there like a yearly plan also, or so, is it right now? Monthly? Uh, right now, monthly. We're working right now. We're always working on updating the site. We just had our new website drop back in November. Um, So right now we're working on adding a new registration page where essentially like right now you can kind of pay a one-time fee for a live event or you can like have your monthly access, which you get that as well as everything else. Totally. And then we're going to add like six months year plan. And then we're going to be adding some new features to the site that will be coming, but um, I gotta keep that on the hush right now. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. <laughs> no worries. I'll just but, I'll uh, just ask you off camera. Yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> okay, cool. So so obviously people can go to the website, they can sign up online. Like you kind of delved into, there's tutorials, there's mm-hmm. backlog of stuff posted by other trickers on there, and then obviously the main thing that a lot of people have been tuning into. Um, are these battles that you're yeah. having, right? So uh, can people pay just to watch a one-time live event? Yes. How much is that? Um, that, we go for $19.99 okay. for the one time. And the reason why is it's all live. And that's what we actually did for the first time. We ran our live event in July and it went well, 
But this last event in January was by far the best event we've ran. Okay. I would say, and what's crazy is we had maybe a quarter of the people there like battling. It was like a two-hour live event, just like a UFC kind of fight. Yeah, yeah. But I guess what really went well for us was we were able to sell. You're going against you. Supposedly, you know, like when you're at a gathering, it's like, okay, this guy's got to maybe match up against this person. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember the big thing was um, 2017. We really wanted to see the finals. Like, we were hoping on our end, like, okay, you'll see Pinto versus um, mm-hmm. Johan. We mm-hmm. were thinking like that rematch of Hook. We put him on opposite sides of the bracket. And then Boyang just comes in from yep, China, yeah, totally. just oh, walking yeah. in like, um. oh, bro, I know, dude, I designed, <laughs> I designed Trickstar so Michael Guthrie could be the winner. Yeah, and we all saw what happened. Yeah, we all saw what <laughs> happened. One of the biggest controversies in tricking, and I'm gonna have Andrew Franklin and Mike on an episode to break it awesome, down. But awesome, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So I have a question. So you can pay 19.99 to watch like a pay per view live event, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, are you allowed to watch those live events if you're already a member of Adrenaline? Yeah, you get it for okay. free. So you, it's, you so might it's as well like, sign up to the 9.99 exactly. a month. It's like a bonus. It's yeah, like okay. essentially like you get a bonus. Like for being a member, you get this event for free and everything yeah. like that. So that's kind of how it's laid out on the site at the moment. Yeah, from a cost perspective, you might as well just do the monthly membership and get all the perks of everything together. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. You know, especially with the new site, um, that's one thing that we're working on right now is really pushing and marketing it. That's like a big focus because a lot of people don't know what's on it. And we do have a lot of free videos on the site as well. So I think a lot of people, because we had an older site and that was one thing going into Adrenaline that we didn't know because I'm not a huge tech guy, neither is my brother. Totally. Obviously, my you're learning are. as you go. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're learning, learning as you as go. We go and totally. we realize, you know, we paid a lot of money to get this website done, and it did not look that good. Yeah. And I was like, man, like we need to change this. Yeah, and yeah. So we had to wait a few months, let money come in, and then we put money towards this one guy, and he's like, you know, I had a whole list of features I wanted on the site and everything, and then it was almost every week he was calling. He's like. Yeah, I don't think I can do this one. I don't think I can do this one. Dang. So then we had to move on to the next person. Yeah. Finally, we found our person that, again, made an amazing website. Like, I think it just looks beautiful, like, just from, like, an outside perspective. Yeah. You can yeah. just look at everything so well. But um, it took time, and that was one thing for us that we were learning uh, definitely throughout the process of how to, like, get the proper website with all the functions we wanted. Like, I didn't know any of that. It's, it's crazy hard, man. It, it's, yeah. it's the reason why people choose to just put their stuff on platforms like YouTube and stuff because <laughs> exactly. they already have a built-in infrastructure. Yeah. It's like, give it to you. But what you're doing is you're trying to just nurture your own baby and grow yeah. it, you know, which you makes know, sense. I'll be honest, like, um, why give the money that we're profiting to YouTube um, that's not going to give it back to tricking? Yeah, like, That's yeah. kind of our that point sense. of view because... I like to think what we're doing is helping, obviously, the community. Obviously, I think it shows. Like, we're helping the community and tricking and everything like that. And I'd rather be able to put that money towards someone like Will Coney's who's been tricking all of his life, be able to get him to events, pay for him and everything. Totally. Rather than, okay, we're going to run on YouTube, but because there's no money coming in on our end besides the little money from ads, we can't have high-quality cameras, lighting, and we can't pay any of you guys. Yeah, you yeah, know totally. I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't take into account is that you're trying to run an actual business right now. Yeah. It's a lot different than gatherings because I think that's the one thing that a lot of the trickers associate as like the next level, I guess. Everyone just associates tricking with these gathering events that happen as a one-off weekend. People fly in, you train with guys you like, you battle if you want or not, and then you go home for the weekend. Um but that's it. It's literally like where it ends. And so like I know um, when you came onto the scene, you faced a lot of backlash, for lack of a better term. Um, 
but I knew that was going to happen. So yeah, you called it. I, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah, and 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 not from a perspective that you're doing something wrong. I just when people when something new happens in a community that's been so close knit and underground, something like that's always going to happen. When I opened White Lotus for the first time. I remember putting out a video being like, we have open gym seven days a week and it's $5 to open gym. I thought, triggers, I thought triggers are going to be like, holy crap, this is the mecca, right? Yeah, it's $5 Dude, too. the first comments that I got were people saying, oh, you're a sellout. Like, oh, like, oh my God, you're just trying to make money off triggers. And like, there, I remember uh, we even got into like debates uh, with like towels. Like towels, yeah. <laughs> towels back in the day, like sent me things that were like questioning what my intentions were behind it. And now I consider towels to be like one of the guys that uh, that I like really value his opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a very strong opinion, but he has like he he has an opinion that is deciphered from him analyzing and thinking things through. And he's been a part of the community for a while, so yeah. so I faced hate, so I know what it's like, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what was crazy was um actually with towels, he did the same thing to us, and I told him like, yo, come to the event. Like, yeah, just come just come watch it. Right? Come, you can stay at my house, you can chill. Totally. And ever since then, he's like, dude, I get it now. Like, I yeah. get the vision that you're going with and everything. But I actually remember. Back in 2015, when that first really started to happen and everything, all of the hate we were getting, um, I remember it was you and Dan, you know, yeah. and shout out to both of you guys. I mean, like, both yeah, shout of, out to Dan Perez. Yeah, Dan Perez. Yeah. But I mean, you two in particular have really helped adrenaline since the beginning with like, you know, questions of like, hey, how's this? And I just remember when it all started leaning out, both of you guys contacted me and be like, hey, like, th- this was going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. The best thing you can do is respond when you need to respond but don't respond to people you can't reason with and i i still to this day do the same thing you know if someone has a really valuable question or a concern or something and wants to reach out to me and talk about adrenaline i'm all ears i do it with anybody but when someone's gotta go on and just makes uh you know like negative posts and then they're like now answer me. <laughs> like, You're like, why? Like, yeah, hey, yeah. sorry, I actually got to go to work and do um, yeah. and work on adrenaline. I can't just sit here and totally. text you all day and everything. So I remember, I just remember when you guys told us that and literally to this day, because you know how it is, like you'll get something. You're like, man, I want to respond right now. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to yeah. tell them how they're wrong. Of course, yeah, but yeah. it's like, there's no reason to. It's just wasting time. And, you know, that's one thing that like to this day, we still take in super valuable. Because when you look at big companies, like even LeBron James right now, mm-hmm. not going to make the... Playoffs. They're probably predicting not make that. The playoffs. Predicting that. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I agree. <laughs> um, but you know, he he gets hated like memes after memes all yeah. right now going on right now. But he isn't going on and responding or doing his thing. He's just doing his thing. He's got to make his paycheck and he's got to keep being the best basketball player out there, even though it's Steph Curry. Yeah, <laughs> I think all you can do at that point is just put your head down and yeah. if you have really good intentions, continue to do what you're doing and achieve your goal because all the success of what you're achieving, yeah. it'll be noticed by people. And yeah, exactly. at that point, they have the decision to either A, be along for the ride and support it since it's benefiting the community, or B, they choose to just stay away from it. And that's cool. Yeah, You don't have to be a part of it. You don't exactly. have to pay $9.99 a month. You don't have to do any of that. You know. And that's like a big thing. You know, This isn't anything we're taking away from tricking, saying like, hey, if you're not part of Adrenaline, like if you're not paying for a subscription, you're no longer a tricker, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess like, our personal opinion with it is right now where we're trying to make that um, top level for the guys that want it, where it's like you can be an NBA player in the NBA or you can play basketball. Like I shoot around all the time and everything, but there's no rule that I can't play basketball. I can go play back. And that's the same thing with tricking. You can trick and you can be really good. There's people really good at basketball that aren't in the NBA. There's actually someone totally like last week that beat Steph Curry's like record or something of threes in a minute. Yeah. And, 
I guess that's, but we want to make that platform for the guys that want it, you know, like the Jacob Pintos, the mm-hmm. Danny Atkins, the Johan, and then obviously for the next generation, Shose, like this kid should be making bank by the time I he's know, 18. It's crazy. And that's, I guess, adrenaline's goal. We want to be that platform for him. We yeah. want to be those people that when he's 18, tricking's his career, he just tricks, he does his thing, and that's it. You know, yeah, he doesn't have to cool. go work a nine to five job or anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's one thing I think a lot of people in our community aren't thinking about is the long term about what they're going to think about career wise, you know, because that's the thing is, if you're spending all these hours on the tricking forums, watching stuff on YouTube, you're training every single day to the point of exhaustion. That's all well and good. But if your end goal is literally so short sighted, you're just thinking about, oh, I want to land triple cork. But you're not thinking about what you're going to do when you're 21 years old you're going to have a huge disparity in your life between what you need and what you want to do. And I don't know, that's where people get lost. Yeah. You know, it kind of, I feel like you get to that point. I feel it's like, yeah, like when you start kind of hitting your twenties, the trickers, they kind of start getting to that point where it's like, they get real um, jobs. Yeah. It's like, okay. Or even like a girlfriend or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 That's actually recently we signed, you know, you've probably seen our new pro athletes and everything like Will Coney's Alex D all of those guys and everything. And the big thing for that is, um, we're providing work for them. That's the big thing. Like we're sending Will to all of these events where he's getting paid at, whether he's teaching, he's battling, totally. he's just being there as Will Coney's, um, helping them with their gatherings and everything. Cause you know, like for example, like we're kind of those guys that help like, okay, let's say Alexander Anderson's heading to this event. Maybe he wants like, you know, you can go to as many events as you want, but it, you're still losing money. Yeah, essentially. You're spending money going, you're spending money yeah. going, even if they're sponsoring you for the most part. So totally. we, we help like, okay, can we get them a workshop and everything? And yeah. then obviously with the adrenaline events and then their online channel, you know, that's like, I guess the nicest part of how the website's set up where Alexander Anderson, you know, he posted that video a while back, which mm. um, drew a lot of controversy. But the big thing is he was happy. He got paid really well. He actually told me this is the most he's ever been paid just a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. he's like, totally. I got paid to do a trick combo yeah. and this whole sampler I edited, I got paid for my work and I'm happy. And, you know, we want to be that platform for everybody, whether it's that, doing tutorials, whatever it may be. We're kind of, we want to be that platform for these athletes and everything. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. the main focus right now. Totally. Hey, Paul, can you pull up a clip uh, in the first clip that's over there on yours? And you kind of just touched on it right now. Um, I think it's in your mail. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, you just touched on it right now. But yeah, I, that's one thing that I wanted to ask you about was basically the whole alexander stuff so basically this clip went online uh this was end of last year and uh, this is what caused basically one of the biggest controversies in tricking at the end of last year (laughs) which was first of all that's copyright infringement (laughs) (laughs) exactly sorry we didn't clear that yeah no no so so yeah so basically um obviously those of you that are watching on our live stream on youtube you'll get to see the video that's on there but for those of you listening on spotify and itunes and soundcloud what we're watching right now is a video that's uh basically captioned quad court combo by alexander anderson from norway and halfway through before he finishes the combo it blacks out and says quad court combo watch now only on adrenaline tv uh when i saw this i was like oh that's cool it's like a teaser and a pitch but This literally caused probably the most controversy and tricking in the last few years because people were like, why is a trick being hidden behind a paywall? Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, uh, one, A, um, 
how can people go on there and watch it? You know, like, uh, would people just be a monthly member and they get to see clips like that all the time? And B, you kind of already talked about it, which is why would Alexander choose to do that? Um, but like you said, he actually got paid for that clip. Yeah. So. Um, you know, going into it, oh, it, I like the copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah, that it's was funny because yeah, you know people people go off on it, but it's like, hey, this is a real business. You're taking you're taking a clip away, and yeah. you know the guy that you know I sent that email to. It was all fun and jokes until he actually got the email because you know on our end it's a business. Like we can't. Yeah. Oh, like, totally. You know what happens when the next clip goes on? Is someone gonna yeah. take that off as well? So. But, you know, going into this and everything, one thing that we learned, um, and again, a lot of this is trial, you know, it, we're kind of stepping into new water. Yeah, know? totally. It's a lot of this stuff is new water for tricking, and we're learning as we go as well. And that's one thing we even said, like, you know, patience can be key because we, we 100% understand some people were really unhappy. Yeah. And one big thing that I know on our end that we truly messed up was a lot of people got the message that you're literally paying ten dollars to, to watch, watch a clip. To watch a clip. Yeah. And I wild. was like, no, that's not it. Yeah, but yeah. I realized, you know, because on my perspective, I thought everyone knows we got a new website. There's four hundred videos. Yeah, yeah. And what we, you know, understand is no, they don't. A yeah. lot of people don't know exactly what's on the site and what you're getting. And this is one of the videos that falls under there. So that was one thing on our end, marketing wise, that we did not well and we understand that and we've been working you know on everything else we've been po posting and everything it's a lot different now because totally. we realize we got to keep reminding people how much awesome content is actually going on the site yeah yeah i mean he literally his caption could have said like watch this and 400 exactly. more clips. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly he probably would have been in the clear right? yeah exactly yeah. but um you know one thing um, with Alexander himself that you know him and me were talking about this and i agree with him 100% and you know, I know some people are like, oh, adrenaline shouldn't have allowed him to do this, but it's his clip. It's, it's, it's up to him, yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's not my clip. It's, no, I, totally. I'm, I will never tell one of our pros. I mean, Shows is an adrenaline pro. and He puts I, everything out on Instagram for free. everything out on free <laughs> on Instagram. And, you know, for all I know, like, if he wanted to, he could have told me, hey, I want to post this on free on – because the athletes also are able to post free content on of the course. site. Yeah. But Alexander's like, hey, this video is insane. I want to gain subscriptions. I want to gain money from this. And it's a whole it's a whole video. Like it's a whole like I think it's a minute and 30 second yeah, video yeah, on totally, the site. Totally. And you know, we we supported him the whole way. He made really good money for it and I you know, one thing I agree with him 100% on he he's at the point where he's one of the few trickers I feel right now that tricking is his career. Yeah, yeah. Where he's actually totally. making money just tricking. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to work another job. He's not in school. He's just tricking. And, you know, he's also sponsored by Under Armour at the moment and mm -hmm. everything. I know he just won a scholarship in his hometown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's doing that. He won our online competition, Trickmaster. Him and his friend put together one of the most, like, insane samplers. Yeah, and he won, cool. like, $1,000 for it. So he's doing a really good job with it. And... He was kind of like, well, opposed to just telling me, having a bunch of people tell me how good my, my tricks are. Like, oh my God, this is awesome. And getting some likes on Instagram yeah. or something. He's like, I want to make money. Like, this is why I have this platform on adrenaline. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And obviously, you know, people aren't going to be happy because they have to pay. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. most people aren't happy that they have to pay $100 to watch Fully Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Totally, but I do it. Yeah, I do yeah, it too. Totally. I, honestly, if you told me it was $500, i would be like, yo, who wants to come over? Let's yeah. watch this yeah, thing. Yeah, like, totally. It, it, it's something you want. And that's, I think, a big part of it was this was a clip a lot of people really wanted to see. And what's crazier or not, Alexander and I actually were literally going to post that clip itself, like the raw clip. Yeah. 
the week after because we're thinking let's draw all these people to the site using this promo code getting the views on it and then we're just going to post the clip as show is. hey here it is yeah yeah like yeah. um like here's my clip last week of me landing quad court yeah 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 and people never really lo- uh, let us get to that point and everything but yeah i mean on our end with alexander and everything we were happy we gained people to the site and everything you know i get it there's obviously things we need to work on like i said promoting and everything yeah but he was happy he made money you know and totally, totally once you get to that age like and that's again i bring up shows but also you know aiden kennedy and everything i know he's wants to go into more of the stunts but money is important in life like you need money like you can't just trick and go to the gym and expect one day some sponsors got to come in and give you a million dollars to keep oh, doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You got to grind, you got to hustle and you got to know your worth. And that's what he's done, you know? Yeah, no, hundred percent. And and that was one of the things that kind of threw me off was that the community didn't really get mad at Alexander so much. And I was like, it was basically Alexander's choice to post that clip, you know, like it's really was up to his own decision to do so. But my thinking was guys, why is nobody questioning why he's posting this on there if i was a tricker and i saw alexander anderson post a quad court clip that drove me to a paywall my immediate thinking wouldn't be you know screw this guy he's charging me my thinking would be what is he getting on the back end that's worth it for him to do this and how can i be involved in that yeah that's what that's what i would question but obviously like there's maturity level differences within our community we have people that are we have people in our community they're so young they've never had a, a job in their life so they're not they're not worried about money right now. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. And the, you know, I think a big thing is um, with the tricking community. Again, we're kind of jumping into new water. And I know you you had the same problem, or not even problem, but the same thing that happened with Trickstar and even other events and other yeah, things yeah. like you brought up White Lotus was people have never seen this and they see kind of a change in the way things are. I feel sometimes um, they're almost feeling like because of how everything's been for so long, they just everything should be the way it is and there shouldn't ever be a change, but totally change is good sometimes. And again, we're not saying that, Oh, if you don't watch this clip, you're not a tricker. You know, again, he was going to post it a week after on his Instagram. Yeah. yeah. This is more for Alexander as an athlete, you know, and a big thing on his end. And I agree with him hundred percent was you guys tell me how much you love me. Like, yeah, you yeah, love yeah. me as a tricker. I'm your favorite tricker, but then you're going to go hate on me. The second I want to make, money at the sport i'm trying to make a career you know yeah, like yeah, totally he truly and that's a big thing you know me and alexander are really tight homies and everything we've become really close he was with me in the hospital actually in japan Crazy. when i got injured there and everything so you know he he really believes in like the mission and he you know he's had a really tough upbringing that i don't think a lot of people know about and that's where i was like only if you guys knew about his like background like you know his mom passed away at a really young age and he went down the wrong route for some time, but tricking was his like almost like his drive. Like tricking yeah, was totally. what was gonna make it like was almost that like brought him back. You know what I mean? Kind of brought him back into reality and everything. And I think that's uh, unbelievable. And for someone like him to actually want to make this a living, like I'm a hundred percent support for it. If it was someone else, like if Shose landed one of these combos, and if Shose would say he even had his own site, right? Yeah. I know he has his own adrenaline, but all of these combos were going in there. I'd have a subscription because I know yeah, he's got to do something every week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's crazy. It comes to this thing where it's like, how much do you really love it? How much do you want to be a part of it? And how much content's yeah. out there? Because it's like, I used to be someone back in the day that was like, dude, look at all these streaming things out there. I can't believe all these things. I now pay for... UFC Fight Pass, yeah. I pay for DAZN, I pay for Netflix, I pay for Hulu, I pay for HBO, 
everything. I pay for everything. And that's because we live in a generation where it's just all about content, you know? It's just like, and you can watch content so so mobile on your phone at any yeah. given time that like there inherently are going to be other things that exist outside of just Instagram and YouTube and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. And, you know, with the hate and everything, I guess um, because we, we know this stuff's going to happen as we grow. Again, like I brought up LeBron James and everything, but... Like, for me, that's why, I guess, on my opinion, I was happy that, like, people weren't, I guess, directing Alexander as much as they were. It was a lot personal in me, which was kind of funny. I like some of the memes. They yeah, yeah, they're funny. There, yeah, there's some, some good them, ones out there, yeah. Yeah, there's some good ones out there. <laughs> there everything. were some good memes. I was dying, yeah. There's one, actually. Ah, dude, it was, like, me and Connor. Were, uh, Connor was in it, okay, like, in okay. the background. And I was geeking out. I sent it him, like, dude, you made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you made it, though, when people are making fun of you and yeah. taking the time out of their day to Photoshop photos about you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one thing I'll point out that's pretty crazy is some people are thinking like, oh, the whole community of tricking is hating on adrenaline. They're done forever. Yeah, it's not, though. And I'm like, okay, well, I went like literally the week after I went to the Neo showdown that Matt Milhone, he does an incredible job out there in Ohio running yeah, yeah. Neo gatherings guys, yeah. and everything. But, um, you know, I went out there and there was not one person there that actually had an issue with what we were doing. You know, I was selling clothing. I was judging. I went to Hook the week after. There was a few people that actually came up to me and asked me like my 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 thoughts like yo how do you feel about the hate or they're more like so like can you explain to me why you did this and they're like wow this like helps me out a yeah, lot yeah. and everything totally. and I was like yeah ask me whenever you want like that's why we're here but um you know I there's a there's one thing out there that was like oh 99% of the tricking community hates adrenaline now and I was like pretty sure it's like the opposite because those same people that I guess started this kind of flare of hate this last time are the same people that did it three years ago. Yeah, 100%. You know There's always I mean? going to be a few in every bunch that are yeah, down exactly. with the cause, which is all good. But I'm going to put this out there right now. If adrenaline was failing or if people hated it, your website wouldn't have crashed at your last live stream, right? I heard that you guys had so much traffic from people trying to sign up and watch it that like you basically you almost crashed. Yeah. So, so was... for those of you out there, if you think nobody is watching and no one supports adrenaline, they literally crashed their website because of too much traffic. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Proof's there. <laughs> Proof's there. Yeah. Proof is there, you know. There's a reason why we keep running bigger events and yeah. more things. There's clearly people, like I said, it's self-funded. Mm -hmm. So it's clearly working. Um, you know, a big thing, that last event was insane. Like, I remember I was outside with, um, it was Connor, me, and then our website girl, Michelle. And we were all like, what's happening? What's happening? Why is it? And then like, you know, we're on the phone with our server. They're like, yeah, you had too many people going on and signing up. It crashed. We're like, well, we got to get it up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, in a few hours. I'm like, do you not know what's like, this is a big event. Come yeah, on. Yeah. And, you know, Jimmy's like, we just got to run it. We'll put it up in a few hours. And, you know, we ran the event and all said and done, like, it was kind of like a bad, good problem. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean? like, a, it was like a good bad, learning problem. Obviously, you know? like yeah. in, in the, like in terms of like people coming to the site, we lost people that wanted to tune wanted in to watch it yeah. and everything live. Cause you know, we realized live is better than anything, especially nowadays, but to have that feeling of people, that many people wanting to watch tricking battles and weapons battles was insane. Like we actually have a ton of videos where like there's watch parties all over the world, like totally. the super bowl. Like what was super crazy for me was like my sister sent us a video in her dorm. So like not even in her room, but they have like the lobby area and there's like TVs. There's like 40 people like just chilling out, watching the battles. Totally. And they like watch the reruns of them. There's like a bunch of different people that are tagging us on Instagram with like 30, 40 people like 
almost throwing like a Super Bowl party to yeah, watch yeah. these battles because they're so involved. And that's what I guess like something for us, we realize doing these one-on-ones, one from the right people, we realize that this is way more marketable than just bringing in a bunch of guys. Cause when you know, like this person's going against this person mm-hmm. we can promote that for so long. It lets people start talking about like, Oh, I think this guy's going to win. Or I think this guy's going to win. And we kind of found that right um, idea of how we're going to market our next events and how we're going to run them and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was really crazy. Cause we all rewatched it like right after the event and everything at the house. And just with my brother, like, unreal job with the lighting i know um, on one of the camera angles it looked a little dark and you know we fixed that in post and everything that kind yeah. of stuff happens but um between putting together the lighting and the film crew the graphics like it's really cool like to see like the next generation of like a professional side to tricking like again you're the first person to do it with trickstar where like yeah, yeah like you had the interviews you had everything put together and it was like whoa this is like legit tricking, right? It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's different. Like, I, I basically was just jacking the UFC because yeah, I'm like such a huge MMA doing. fan. I literally was just like following the format. That's why we did the blacked out yeah. rooms with just the halo lights. I was literally yeah. following Ultimate Fighter. You yeah, know? no, literally. literally it, yeah. That's literally it. You know, totally. we watched the UFC. We used um, what you were doing. We used NBA. I'm a yeah, huge yeah. NBA fan. Of course, of and, course. You know, a big thing, um, I think this last event, it let us know that tricking is getting there. You know, it's getting there to where... If our audience is mostly non-trickers and in that room they're screaming and everything when it's that like overtime pass between Shose and Aiden Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. And then like just overall as a whole, like now getting that outside view in, there's no reason. And I'm not saying the Olympics is the right spot, but B-boying is probably going to be in the Olympics in 2024. 2024 skateboarding possibly, yeah. is in it 2020. Like who would have thought skateboarding five years ago was yeah, going to be an yeah. Olympic sport? And I'm not saying Olympics is where it needs to go, but I think like to see how big those sports that were super underground not too long ago, I think tricking is on the same road personally. Yeah, it's just as long as the community all gets on the same page at the right time and with the right people in charge. Mm -hmm. Because, um, yeah, that's one thing. Like, I think that what we've always lacked in tricking is a gigantic Tony Hawk spokesperson. Yeah. But we've never had that figure. And like, unfortunately at the time, and I've had this talk with him personally many times and we're going to have the talk when he comes here, but I've had that talk with Anise about how at one point in time, he single-handedly could have taken tricking in the community in a certain direction if he was boisterous enough and wanted to be in that position. Anise never did it for that though. He never tricked in order for people to listen to him or for people to be like, you're the man. Yeah. And so unfortunately at the time when he was the man, he wasn't ready to sit there and talk to the people, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I feel like we needed that. Parkour, I feel like we've had very tons of generations, and Paul, I'm sure, can attest to this. At one point, we had David Bell. He was the face of parkour. Real-life Spider-Man doing all the videos on the Dom DeLocke that got famous. And then it went to Sebastian Foucault, who's the guy in, uh, he's in the James Bond movie that does the famous chase scene yeah. in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. He was another face. And then I think it switched to, there were other guys that were in documentaries, but then it switched to Daniel Labaka. But we always had these fixtures in our sports that were like, hey, who's the current Michael Jordan of parkour? It was Daniel Olabaka. But Daniel Olabaka was like very well known. He would go to all the gatherings. He would talk. You would see him on the side giving speeches to 100 little kids in the grass. And I feel like that's the one thing that we have never had in tricking yet. So do you think that there's someone that's on the forefront of that? Or do you think we're still too early days? Or uh, does Shose need to learn to speak English? (laughs) (laughs) Well... 
which you should. Hint, Sh- hint, hint, hint. Jose, Jose. Um, requirement, yeah. do your homework, get your yeah. English down. No, 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 no bullshit, bullshit, guys. I'm, I'm telling you guys this right now to all of you super talented trickers and movement artists out there. You can even ask Pasha the Boss. Pasha the Boss is huge in the parkour freeing world, got over half a million followers. He told me the greatest thing that he did was learn English. Wow. Because he can now communicate yeah. with people like me. I used to host Red Bulls, couldn't talk to him. Yeah. Now, five years later, at the last Red Bull comp that happened, he ran up to me because the winner couldn't speak English and he translated for me live. And I was like, five years ago, you couldn't even talk, you know? But it single-handedly has changed his career to now, like, you know, he came out to L.A. a month ago and was doing videos with Logan Paul. And, like, yeah, this is that. because That's he speaks insane. English. If he couldn't speak English, you wouldn't get any of this. You wouldn't talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shosei. Shosei, learn your English. I know you're good at learning, dog. You must be good at learning. You learn these tricks like crazy. And, and if you're a legit Japanese person, I know your brain is on point. So, <laughs> let's go with the English. You know, I think... Uh, yeah, that whole Japan group between Takahashi Brothers and Bro, it's insane. Zen, they're they're on a different level. Yeah, you they're got in it. a different world with what they're doing out there. You know, and I think a big part of it is they trick really seriously. They like, treat it like they a, very, yeah, they treat it like a professional yeah. sport, and that's why they 100%. get good. But in terms of like, I guess the Michael Jordan of tricking. I don't know who it is right now, you know? It's hard because... No, but here's the thing. I think we do know who it is. Yeah, we like, do know who, who it is. Who is, who is the Michael Jordan of tricking right now? There's two names that come to mind for yeah. me. It's Guthrie and Chose. I agree with you 100% on that. I think... Um, I really do, but I feel like skill-wise, they're both 100. It's yeah. it's between them two. I think Michael... I remember I was like... Was it Steve or was Kyle um, that you're talking about? Where I was like... The best twister went away for a year or two, and now he's like one of the best kickers in yeah, the game yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. And now, even what I notice when I watch him is his style is insane. Like he's, he's doing incredible. these crazy style moves, and I'm like, dude, I don't know where you're coming up with this stuff. Like, and it's cool because <laughs> when he does them, people don't talk trash. But like, if we do it, someone else could do a style move, and they'll be like, look at this guy rolling on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but when Michael does it, it's like, look yeah, at this dope yeah, stuff because yeah. he's the best. It's like. You know? um, yeah, you know who has insane styles? Nuri Simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Nuri he, tricks. Yeah, he puts yeah. that B-boy in and everything. But in terms of, um, yeah, I think it's one of them too for sure. But I definitely think in terms of being a voice in tricking, I think there's other guys that could be that. Like I think someone who I think is an insanely good role model for tricking as a whole is Danny Etkin. And I, I agree. I know right now he's in school and I know he just got injured, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. Hoping it's nothing serious. I know he's getting his MRI pretty soon, but yeah, shout out to you, Danny. We hope you're healing up. Yeah, bro. much love, bro. Yeah. But um, he is such like a very, I, I I'm homies with him. Like I've known him now for like we used to compete against each other yeah, and totally. everything. So I've known him forever. But he's so like in and focused and understands everything. He understands the that we have to prep the next like generation of trickers. Like mm-hmm. we got to prep them. Um, for those that want it, like the shows is and everything, we have to have something there for them. Cause like, you know, again, like back in the day, it was more what you were offering. And now I'm hoping adrenaline's like kind of that next step totally. and everything. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we, we got to have something for them. And I think Danny is such like, he just understands it really well. I think he could be somebody, um, or even like Will Coney's, um, okay. Okay. like again, Skill level, they're both insane, but yeah, yeah. I know they're not on the same level yet as Michael and Jose. I think Danny um, has a lot of potential because when he trains, he trains good. Yeah, yeah, like totally. He starts just leveling up like crazy, but I definitely agree. I, I don't know who it is, but I definitely think there needs I'm, to be someone. I'm telling you, this this is something that I've thought about for years, and it's literally why I think our sport has not gone to the next level. Like yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had this internal discussion with myself 
literally thinking like, what what is it that's preventing us to get to the next sport? Because we're featured in popular media. We're in just as many music videos and movies as is parkour, right? We do very similar things. There are there's starting to emerge. There's tricking clubs that are emerging yeah. at, at colleges, you know. The, um, shout out to the cat tricking team, you know, down in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's obviously catching on. But, yeah, I've always thought, like, what is the one thing that our sport doesn't have? We don't have a face. And, unfortunately, right now, there are guys that have huge followings all, alternatively. Like, for example, Bailey Payne probably has the biggest following For tricking, as a yeah. tricker. Maybe besides Dom, Dominic Lewis, Dominic, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But both of those guys right now, I haven't had a discussion with them in a while. Shout out to you guys. I love you all. We talk online all the time. But um, I don't think that they're personally in the space where they want to be the godfather tricking. They don't want to be sitting there talking. They're on their content yeah. right now making on Instagram. They're just having fun doing creative content, yeah. you know? And it's like Bailey still trains hard and still kills it. But yeah. like you even see in his clips, like I haven't featured him on a jam breakdown clip of the week recently. Not because he's not one of the best in the world, but because the stuff he's putting out right now is catered more towards his everyday fans on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. They get impressed with him just doing a wall flip, you know, yeah. or like hanging out with a hot girl and doing back handspring. Yeah. So like, it's awesome. He's growing his platform and gaining more viewers. But at the same time, like he's kind of getting a little further away from the actual community yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And I, you know, I understand why and everything. Cause like, Me too. On totally. his end, yeah, like yeah. Keep said, doing your shit, Bailey. We're not, we're not, yeah, exactly. keep doing your shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're killing it, man. Um, and you know, all of those guys out there, I think, um, I think it's just, someone has to just do it. Like you said, and, and they have to be good enough that people listen. Yeah. They have to be good enough yeah. for people. Listen, they have to have a solid voice. And I think a main, um, thing as well i think there needs to be um in the sport aspect a conor mcgregor I'm yeah, yeah i think yeah, that's yeah. what's missing too because totally. from an outside fans uh perspective that fate like people love to watch at our events will coney's takahashi brothers and pinto i was gonna say people probably watch pinto just to see him lose yeah no i think this people last don't watch event, him move. yeah i think this last event um he was probably one of the top guys like that was drawing people to watch on the site. Totally. Just because he hasn't battled in two years. Him and Danny, the powerhouse Americans going against the undefeated Takahashi brothers, it was super good to sell. But somebody out there that like when it comes to battling that like just like knows they're gonna win and yeah, wins. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, yeah. Jacob, it may be him, it may be Alexander Anderson, it may be somebody, I don't know, Shose for all I know, if he learns English, like yeah, you yeah, said. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but yeah. um I think that, and then I think, like you said, like the Michael Jordan, even Michael Jordan, though, when he played, like, people liked watching him because he talked, you know? Yeah, He exactly. talked, he voiced his opinion, yeah. and he wasn't, like, cocky, where it was like, okay, this guy's just cocky because he's not backing up. He backed it up. Yeah, 100%. He didn't lose. He didn't lose anything, and kind of the same thing with, um, like, some, one of those trickers, like, just somebody to come in and kind of be the face of it, like you said, the Tony Hawk, I think, yeah. is definitely needed, and that's one thing on our end, we're trying to kind of work in and see, like, who can that be? You know what I mean? Who can yeah, be yeah. that person that not only just for adrenaline, like, oh, for adrenaline, but in terms of tricking as a whole, the sport that can really start laying in on like, okay, let's make this thing real. You yeah. Know Who's I mean? willing to take that next step mm -hmm. and really try to push? No, exactly. totally. So what do you guys have on your plate for adrenaline in the coming year, 2019? Are you guys still sticking with gatherings or are you just going to focus on adrenaline's website? What's the focus yeah. for you guys? This so year? we got a lot of new websites updates coming um, all the way up to the summertime. So okay. stay tuned, everybody. Um, in terms of one thing we got into a lot is online competitions. We did that Trickmaster series that went insane. Yeah. We had a lot of people sign up and I, or not sign up. Um, it's free to enter. Yeah, yeah, it's free to enter. enter contest, actually, we don't yeah. charge a registration fee, nothing. It's free to enter. You can post your stuff in. 
and we're running another one until April 12th is when it ends. It's called Best Trick Combo. Okay. And what it is, people are going to send their combos. And then on our end, we're going to edit this like banger sampler of it. And it'll be on the website. We're doing like a weapons master series where it's okay. like same thing with tricking mode with weapons. So we're trying to do a lot of online competitions because we do prize money and then like for the bigger ones, we do like t-shirts for the top 40 and stuff like that. So you said you have a current competition running right now. Yeah. It ends April 12th. 12th. And how can people enter? You head to the website. There's going to be a section under online competitions. Go to best trick combo and you can just submit. It's a raw clip. You don't need music, editing, nothing. We're going to handle that on our end. Just a banger clip of your best combo. And what are they competing for? <coughs> what are the prizes you guys are yeah, giving away? Yeah, so first place for this one. Literally first place for one pass is five hundred dollars. Nice. Second place is two fifty. Third place is three. Uh, third place is one fifty, and then fourth and fifth is a hundred dollars. It's awesome, man. So yeah. you could literally just do a combo and win five hundred dollars. Literally you know? get paid to do a trick so, combo. And do you have to be a member of the site in order to enter? No. Okay. Be free, free to uh, free to sign up. So, so no excuses. There's yeah, literally no, no no excuses. You don't have to be a yeah. member to sign up. You can just go over there and have the chance to win $500 from doing a combo. Yeah, exactly. And that's all of our competitions this year. Um, you don't have to be a member or anything cool, to sign man. up. Because we want people to like get involved, compete and everything. And hopefully, you know, they see their content. And their content gets published on the website and yeah, everything, yeah. which is really cool. Because it's like you're being featured on Adrenaline Worldwide TV and everything. Um, but between that, we're doing a lot of outside events. Like we're going back on the U.S. Open for, cool. which is a really good marketing uh, platform for us. Yeah, just to get to ESPN the public and eyes. everything yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and this year, I think we're going to be bringing international guys. We're working on getting Alexander out there and everything cool. to battle on stage. Um, and then we're doing some events, just like camps and everything. Like we're running an event in China in May. We're bringing like a couple of our pros out there with Boy Yang. Cool, craziest gym I've seen. Like. I think between Jam and his gym, I think like it's like the Jam of but in China, China. Yeah, yeah, but but they have so many more people in China. Yeah. Like I heard this thing's like multiple stories. Yeah, it's right? like a six story. But like to me, it's Crazy. like I guess how like everyone like when they come to like every every person that comes to Adrenaline, it's like yo, I'm at Adrenaline, and then it's like a couple of days like. All right, can we go to jam? Yeah. Like, like McGuire, can you drive me to jam? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get in the car for five hours. We're going to a session. But it's like that Thank legendary you hub, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, everyone totally. wants to go there. Thank you. And man. that's how it is in, like, China, in China. too. China, because it's the spot. What, what's this place called? Hurricane Gym. Hurricane Gym. You know, yeah. we're going to be out there in May, actually, um, a few of us running a big camp because Adrenaline's bringing XMA into his program. He's the first ever XMA program in China because totally. XMA is not big there. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet, not exactly. Yet, yeah. So we're bringing it over. Over. Um, but our next big event is going to take place in September. Okay, cool. That's is so, this going to be a gathering or is this a battle? This is going to be a pure battle event. You know, we do want to still run gatherings. A big thing we want to get involved, we want to collaborate and help even sponsor some gatherings. Like cool. maybe we'll bring a few of our pros to an event and help contribute in that way. But in terms of um, running the big gathering this summer and everything, we're going to split them in half because it's going to work easier because. Well, you know, it was pretty crazy having the camp, the gathering, the battles. You guys are insane. I, I was always there like, what in the hell are they thinking? You know, that I haven't held a gathering in years because I know how stressful it is. Yeah, Y'all were doing you know. two at once. I was like, they're nuts. Yeah. And and you were trying to do a live stream. I was yeah, like, it they're was too much. And, you know, shit. this last event, we it was actually crazy because my dad and I, I remember we were, we were talking and we're like, man, what are we missing? Like, we're missing something. Yeah. And like, because it felt so much more calm yeah, and relaxed. Yeah, There's totally. like 20 guys to take care of. But in September, we're going to put 
some very heated battles together. Okay, cool. And are people able to attend these live, or is it one of those where you can just watch it live online? On the so website? you can watch it live online, but this venue, we're actually, it's going to be the first time we're going to step away from the Adrenaline headquarters, okay, and cool. we're going to be in a much bigger venue for a bigger live audience this nice, time. Nice, nice, okay. So nice. it's going to take place. We'll make sure we'll get you out and everything for yeah, that Yeah, yeah. I mean, as that it gets a lot closer, maybe we'll have you on again. We could talk about yeah, that and hype it up and hype. promote it. But no, that's really cool. And I think it's smart, like you said, to just focus on what you guys are really want to focus on, mm-hmm. which is building the website and building the brand. Let other trickers and cities hold gatherings, and it'll still yeah. fill the void for all the trickers, and you can just be a part of it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the pros and everything, that's like what's super nice about it because you know they're going and they're representing adrenaline at these events and everything. So, you know, we're kind of always even if we're not running the big, giant gathering, let's say this summer we still have our guys going and representing and everything along the lines of that. And we're getting the guys to a lot of different events as well. Yeah, totally. And, and like I said, man, I think it's not a bad thing that you're not running an event the same weekend as another event this yeah. year. It'll probably give a lot of, a lot yeah. of, a lot there of heat go, off guys. your back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Like, there's no controversy. No, yeah. no event on the same weekend, you guys. So, like, yeah, no complaints. And yeah, as you guys have crazy. seen, man, the reason why I wanted to bring you on here was just because there was a lot of things I knew. I wanted to clear the air about publicly with you and mm-hmm. some things that I just didn't know myself, you know, like for example, yeah. I didn't know about the competition right now that you enter for free yeah. and win money. Like these are all great things that I think you're doing for the community, which people need to, instead of, you know, ostracize and put you down about, they yeah. need to think like, wow, like this is a cool opportunity. They're giving money away for something that I would have done normally, just going to my gym and training. Yeah, so exactly. It's, like, it's pretty yeah. much you're taking that one Instagram clip you might post, yeah. and you can still post on Instagram. You can still post it, yeah. But if you want to instead try to win money with it, you just send it over to Adrenaline, and you got a chance, you know? We'll yeah. get that going. And, yeah, you know, I, I'm excited for 2019. We got a lot planned out and everything, and we got all the way up to 2020, even in 2020, planned out and everything. Awesome. The next steps, what we want to take with – the website, the battles, and just how we want to make tricking grow because I personally think um, the sport is so endless of how big it potentially can get. You mm-hmm. know, it actually has a bigger market than MMA. Mm-hmm. It, really, it could. It yeah, potentially could. It potentially yeah, could. I you, mean, yeah. because you know, UFC is not really so set out for the younger kids. And everything. Yeah, it's not set out for kids at all. And yeah. I know maybe tricking gatherings aren't all the time, but for the main part of it, tricking is like the actual sport itself can mm-hmm. be for kids and everything like that. I mean, Shosei's proven it. it's a young man's sport. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the more I think there is something set up for that top level, I think the more younger kids you're going to see get involved in it because, you know, most I hear so many times people talk about, oh, my parents didn't want me to do like I have to stop tricking. I'm going to do a different sport or even like in karate sometimes I like, go, oh, I'm going to play basketball now because my dad wants me to. Yeah, yeah. And it's because like you don't really see like the end game with tricking. It's kind of like, okay, you get good at it. That's about it at the moment. But once there's like that established, like you can be in a, a tricker, like a pro tricker, yeah, you yeah. can make money doing it and everything. You're going to see younger kids get more involved quicker. And then the whole level like shows is just going to keep going up. Yeah, man. Before you know it, like quad courts just going to be like the next triple court. You Standard. Know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that's awesome, man. No, I really, like I said, I, I appreciate everything you're doing for the community. I know that a lot of times these efforts go unnoticed and unlooked and people don't realize the amount of money you're pumping into it from yeah. someone that owns a gym himself. Yeah, you know. I understand the cost you're incurred, especially when you're flying people in. So yeah, yeah man, just know that uh, there are a lot of people out there supporting you like yeah, myself 100%. and uh, we support the brand and more importantly i support tricking so mm-hmm. anything that can help boost tricking in a positive light whether it's a clothing company whether it's you know 
adrenaline, whether it's Kojo's Trick Lab, I'm down for it. You know, yeah. let's let's continue to build the sport. Let's grow it up. Let's make money for each other. Let's instead of spending money on Starbucks, let's spend our money supporting exactly. trickers. You know what I'm saying? If you can spend five bucks on a cup of coffee, you can spend five bucks. You know, that's half of a month's subscription on adrenaline. Exactly. You know? And you know, I'll bring it up, but you, Dan, and Caitlin, honestly, since the very beginning, you three have like been huge inspirations. Just everything you've Thanks, done man. and everything you guys have taught me just along the way, like even just talking. I remember plenty of times I've texted you like when something <laughs> happens or a question like, yo man, can you help me out here and everything? Or you got yeah. any advice for me? And you know, everything you guys take, we take in a hundred percent and obviously it's paid off because you know, we wouldn't be where we are like with adrenaline and everything um, without you guys helping us along yeah. the way as well. So I appreciate, appreciate that, man. No, thanks for coming by and thanks for sharing some Always. insight. I hope I hope everyone out there was able to learn about some things that they may not have known about adrenaline and uh, yeah, yeah, just give it a chance, guys. Go over to the website, check it out, maybe enter a contest for free, you know? Um, like you said, I think the contest ends April 12th. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys are interested, maybe that's a good way to get you over to the site just to kind of click around and see what's over there. Yeah. And who knows, if you win $500, you have no excuse not to sign yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. And there's a bunch of free content yeah too on the site too which is exactly. nice so you can go on check out free content on the website whatever you want to do okay so, yeah. cool well really quick man before we get out of here um where can people go to follow your personal accounts what are your personal social media accounts yeah so you guys can follow me on uh instagram mcguire kane and i'm not really i mean facebook mcguire kane everything's mcguire kane so m-a-g-u-i-r-e and then what about uh adrenaline itself how can they visit that instagram and website? yeah so just on Instagram, adrenalineworldwide.com, or not .com, oh my God. At Adrenaline Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adrenaline Worldwide, and then same thing for Facebook, so yeah. Cool, and then the website one more time. Adrenalineworldwide.com. Awesome, man. Well, thanks a lot, McGuire. I really appreciate you coming by and uh, spending some time with me, us man. and uh, sending you positive wishes for the wrist yeah. as well as the rest of 2019 in Adrenaline. So Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you again for everything, and I can't wait to be back on. Yeah, for sure, man. We'll call you back on a little bit later on in the year as we get closer to the September event. Perfect, awesome. perfect. So thanks for everyone out there. I really appreciate you guys joining us here on another Jamcast. We've uh, been flying through these things and getting a great and incredible response. So if you guys want to see someone on this show, feel free to leave a message in the comments or send us something in our inbox. And uh, be sure to subscribe because we have a lot of endless content coming your way. Every Monday, join us for a Jam Breakdown where we look at the top clips in parkour, free running, and breakdancing from around the world. And then join us every Friday for a brand new Jamcast, interviewing influential figures in the movement world just like Mr. McGuire Kane himself. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. On behalf of the Jamcast, shout out to Paul Whitecotton for killing it behind yep. the cameras as always. A very special thanks to our guest of the week, Mr. McGuire Kane of Adrenaline Worldwide. Thanks, Go check out the website. And on behalf of myself, I'm your host, Travis Wong. Be sure to check out Jam. We just dropped 30K worth of new gear. And uh, until the next time, we will see you guys soon. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>